Welcome to Toast in the Morning, your number one podcast for all things sports and more. Here are your hosts, Evan and Peter. Enjoy. How you doing today, Evan? You know, what? I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. Are you? Last yeah. time I saw you, I don't think you were doing too good. I wasn't. But I'm doing phenomenal. Really? I'm glad you asked. Hey, audience, why do you think my co-host Pete is uh, phenomenal? Evan, my, my years of show, of misery oh, and boo, suffering are oh, over. Boo, boo, earns. Giants boo fans are just endure too much losing. Oh, boo, boo. Get that sob story out of my face. Anyways, as I was saying, Daniel Jones has taken the worst receiving core in the league, right? And we and Saquon Barkley, obviously, but still. And we have beat the Minnesota Vikings in what is arguably one of the best performances of the playoffs thus far. He's been cooking. The passing performance, beautiful. Play calling, gorgeous. Running attack, great. From Daniel Jones, Saquon wasn't using the running attack against the Vikings. And then even our receivers who aren't the best, I mean, the likes of Darius Slayton, Isaiah Hodgins, and et cetera. I don't even have to say the rest of the names. They did what they were supposed to do. Outside of one drop ball from uh, Slayton, they did what they had to do, right? And while I'm on the topic of the receivers, I just want to give like an immediate shout-out to Isaiah Hodgins, who not only had a career game, uh, I think his spatial awareness is some of the best I've ever seen. Watching it, the way he, there was multiple plays where he was in coverage and improvised routes to get open while Daniel Jones is scrambling, diving for first downs, falling in the right places, and just understanding the situation. And that I think that's a very underrated quality of a receiver. So you're saying he's like Doug Baldwin. Oh, not uh, Tyler Lockett. Yes, he's Tyler Lockett. Evan. He's Tyler Lockett. But, I mean, I love stories like that from a guy who was pretty much useless to the Buffalo Bills at one point in the year is now the everything for the Giants. Um, I guess that's kind of been our tale for the last, you know, the last two Super Bowls we won. It was kind of like a bunch of like it's like the misfit squad receiving core, uh, and they obviously very like guys like Victor Cruz panned out and Paxo Burrs had his moments, but we didn't have you know a two thousand yard receiver, not fifteen hundred yard receiver, you know we we didn't have that guy, so you know, it was nice to see. I mean we we were our some of our biggest moments came from David Tyree and Mario Manningham. Oh, I don't appreciate Mario Manningham slander. I'm not slandering Mario Manningham, but he's not Justin Jefferson. Well, yeah, obviously. Well, that that was the point of my statement, right? Well, no, he's not even on. he's not even on the same tier as a, obviously a Plaxico Burris and Victor Cruz. He's kind of just like Mario Manningham. Whoa. All right. So now, after a, what felt like a great win, Dable really kicked it up. Um, Thibodeau was amazing. I like Hill, nice little gritty on the Vikings logo. I'd like to see that. I said right for the creep. I'm, f- <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling, I'm feeling good, Evan. Going into Philly, I, I think this might be like the most confident I've felt about the Giants in a very, very long time. Where obviously you got to be. Like, I'm not, you know, getting a high head to be like, no, we're definitely walking into Philly and just smack him and around. But I. I think it'll be a lot closer of a game than people think, and the Giants have a legitimate chance to win this game, especially on the fact that more times than not, teams kind of lose their mojo when they're on by. Giants are cooking, right? They're going to hide at the right time, 
and Hurts has had one start in the last like month. Mm-hmm. Month and change, right? So yeah. it seems to be a perfect recipe and a lot of things falling in the Giants' favor, other than the fact that they're going to like the most feared place known to mankind. Yeah. So he's telling me uh the NFL is rigging the playoffs for the Giants. Because obviously the, the NFL is scripted. That's what you were saying during the Dolphins game. You're like, oh, here goes the script. Here goes the script. Oh, yeah. Well, the Bills are the golden child. So. I mean, fair. Yeah. I still think they're going to lose to Cincinnati this week, though. Besides the point. I would hope so. I would hope so. You hope so? You like, yeah. You're rooting you're on Team Joe Burrow? I want Team not Buffalo. That's fair. Did you see Frank the Tank's rooting for Buffalo? He's a fraud. No, he re- he literally represents all Mets Dolphins fans. By rooting for Buffalo? Yes, because I forget what his reasoning was. Something along the he lines. He left of, the playoff oh, game. Oh, he early. said because while he was at the game, like he really like resonated oh, because he because he liked the people there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't say they're good dedicated cool. fans. Great, cool. You're my friend. You're you're a Yankee fan. I don't root for the Yankees. I mean, even as a Yankee fan, though, we kind of have one of the scummiest fan bases. Well, that's true. But also, we, we're still, you know, no one compares to those Dallas fans, though. So. Oh, they, thank goodness. Thank goodness they won because they've had, oh so, my God. So, like, they I, haven't had any attention. The thing with them. Dallas fans are really rubbing the wrong hey, way. Don't you want to switch to that game, I guess? We'll switch to that game in a second. I have one thing to say about the fan bases. Okay. Um, Dallas fans rile me up in a special, different kind of way, okay. right? Philly fans drive me nuts, but I respect them, right? Because they're dedicated to their fan base. Yeah. They're dedicated to the team. They know what's going on, and they love their team. Dallas fans, though, like hearing, you know, we them boys. I'm like, sir, you've watched one game in sir, three years, and you, and you live in New Jersey. Sir, this is a McDonald's. You live in New Jersey, and you've watched one game. Please, come on. Like, well, let's be realistic. Probably they watch their entire, like, half of their season because they're, they're always on primetime. Give them some slack. All but right. my point being, there's a like you know the people you can see them. Of you course. see it on the Instagram stories. People went to oh, high yeah. school. It's like oh, cut, yeah. like now you emerge. We them boys. Yeah. It's like let, yeah, yeah, yeah. let's be realistic here, yeah. people. Exactly. Um, that's what they held like, just like a special place of just anger. They're they're annoying. Just, they're, they're annoying. They're just they're really just they're ungrateful. Like, they're like, and it's amazing too because I could say this as being within the Yankees fan base. They're like ignorant of how just like obnoxious they are. Yeah. Oh no! Something doesn't go your way. They Ooh. haven't won in three decades. Well, Super You're, Bowl or yeah, like, well, yeah, like in the nineties. Yeah, they're not them boys anymore. Yeah, they're them kids. They're just they're sure. a no, they're a normal team, just like the rest of us. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Who? Th- Wait, did I see a stat like this? Was like, was it like the first time they made? The playoffs back to back years in like 10, 15 years. Like, oh, yeah, so something crazy. Like, so I was like, yo, what? Uh, let's even look how many playoff wins they've had in the last 20 years. Not that oh, many. Oh, yeah, not a whole lot. That's true. Not a whole lot. That's true. And that's the one thing I will always agree with Stephen A. On. That's how me and him, that's where we, we come together. That's where you guys are friends. All right. That, we, I was texting him the other day about that, actually. Oh, really? Mm. Oh, cool. Is he coming on the pod? He's a little busy. I uh, see where he fits busy. into his schedule. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. We might be able to come on to ESPN. Oh, like, we're the first take, huh? <laughs> uh, that, that's um, but I am cautionally optimistic. Caution. Cautiously optimistic. That's the right word. Cautiously optimistic for that Eagles game. And I'll leave it at that. Fair enough. But if you want to talk about the Cowboys, Mm-mm. did I have them? In my, well, 
my prefix. That was the last game of my parlay Monday night, and I absolutely blew it. I had all the games right because I'm obviously a guru, mm-hmm. but I let my biases get in the way of my analytics. <laughs> right? I I hated Dallas sure. so much, and I was like, Brady's got playoff. Brady's got to pull this off. I I bought playoff Brady too. I mean. And then once again, I think we all bought. I feel like a lot of people bought that. And I'll, I'll be the first to admit, I let my I let my biases take over. I let my heart run past my brain and what I know to be true. Right? Yeah. Brady has historically out underperformed with great defensive lines. He has the worst offensive line in the league, and he's also in his forties. Right? Yes. So he didn't have any time to throw the ball, and anytime he held it for more than half a second, Micah Parsons like inhaled him. So you know what? Like, I knew it was coming, and I should have cashed out, but I just – my heart kept telling me, Brady will make it happen. But, no, it wasn't Brady's fault. It was Byron Leftwich's fault. That's why he got fired. It was also Brady's fault. No, no, it, he, no, he's good. It's all his fault. He's the golden boy? Brady can never do wrong. Not, not just – it's not that he's 45 going on 46 years old. It's the offensive coordinator's fault, obviously. I mean, the biggest – Proponent of this game was definitely the offensive line, and well, been Dallas having the best defensive line. Well, yeah, it's been bad. Well, yeah, the all line has been good all year. They've had injuries. Worf hasn't played. Worf hasn't played all year. No, I think he's injured. I'm pretty sure I he's think. been hurt all year. I think he. Regardless, sure. If he even he was healthy, that whole line is shaky. But I was saying it was shaky to begin with. Then yeah. I think he went down early went in the down year. With injury. And forget about it. Ryan Jensen just came back for one game, obviously from an injury. Uh, Kappa, he left. Uh, yeah, Alex Kappa, he left to join uh, Cincinnati. Marpit retired. Like, like their whole line from like the past Collapsed. two years was just gone. And now Brady's left with two options: go to Vegas or Miami. No, I'm not, not asking not what the, you prefer. No, he's or, not going. To, he's not going to Miami. Into, right off into the sunset. He's not going to Miami. And the only reason why I don't think he'll retire is just because Brady doesn't like getting embarrassed in his last game. If he like was like a duel, maybe I could see him packing up. But I just, I don't know. Why didn't he retire two years ago when he won the Super Bowl? He has too, like, too much pride. Too much pride. I mean, now he doesn't have a family, so he's like, ah. exactly. That's what I'm thinking. Like, I got nothing else. What to else lose. am I gonna I've do? Already, I've already lost my family. I already lost my supermodel wife. Like, and I think, like, you know, he does have that mega contract with Fox, I believe, right? Yes. Um, but I feel like that'll eat away at him if he's commenting on the game, right? Like, whereas Tony, I feel like he kind of likes analyzing a little bit. I feel like Brady. Well, I, I, I mean, when Romo got hurt, Romo got hurt, and, like, he knew it was over, especially when Dak came. Yeah, but no, I'm saying, like, Romo enjoys being an analyst, is my yes. point. I think it'll eat away at Brady because he'll be like, I don't want to be analyzing the game. I want to be on the field. Like, I don't think, I can't see him enjoying. Well, he's not, I don't think he'll be a color commentator. I think he'll be one of those guys like the, like, like Strahan and Bradshaw. Yeah, too. no, he, regardless, I'm saying I don't think he can enjoy that. Well, why did he sign it besides the money? The money. Well, why? All right. Besides money, what what was the reason? The money. There's no reason besides the money. All right. So why the fuck did you sign it? You have a you have a million dollars. Like you make a hundred. You already made a hundred million dollars in your career. I mean, I I'd take Fox's money. I mean, if you if you're not gonna enjoy it, like, I don't think he even has to do anything. Like he he doesn't even have to comment. He just makes like an appearance or two, and they'll pay him that entire. I mean, if you put it like that, of course. But if you're if you're saying like. They're like, what's the point of signing if you want to play for like another like five years and like, uh, two will be his co-host and like given the next six months. Uh, I think I'll give him sixty years. I think he's gonna play till he's seventy at that mm. rate. I don't think he. 
I'm not going to even make jokes. That's right. I hope he Watch stays out. healthy. Watch out. Yeah. But now, Evan, now that the season, I now that the season's officially over, mm-hmm. I can ask you my question I ask every single week. Okay. What's next for the Miami Dolphins the offseason? Now, the offseason has officially begun. I've been asking you when it begins, what's going to go on. It started. Well, starting, yeah, there you go. I, that's why I've been holding it off. Starting today, what's next in Miami Dolphins? What are you doing? What am I doing? Well, I would have already, I should have fought, already, special coordinator, special teams coordinator should be gone. They haven't been gone yet. I do think they'll go eventually, but they haven't gone yet. Okay. That's one. Two, re-signed Christian Wilkins to all the money in the world and some other guys and look at some position position groups, see what you want to do for a backup behind Tua, linebacker room, tweak the O-line, revamp the uh, tight. Like, there's some work There is some work to do. I do think there is flexibility. It feels like a lot of people are saying, oh, Miami are cap-held, they have no money. Miami's got some work to do. They can restructure the contracts. They can get out some contracts. They, they, they have some finagling to do. And... Yeah, I, I think there's going to be some moves. Uh, Chris Greer, he at their end of the season press conference said, uh, "Don't ex- like expect the roster, expect things to be different heading into next year." So I'm expecting some moves. I'm expecting some restructures. I'm, I'm expecting some new, some new signings. I'm expecting some cuttings. I'm expecting uh, some, some difference because they should not coast and bring back the entire the, the same exact roster. This roster. Might be one of the probably, arguably the best roster of my lifetime. Like they got some, they got some dudes. No, and they it got definitely some Core is. players. The worst thing to do is just to sit on your hands and do nothing. They need to go out and bring in some better, more players. Do you think they go Rams style and sell everything? Well, I mean, they already did that. They did that with Tyreek. They did that with Bradley Chubb. But no, the the Rams really sold. Like you're gonna, I'm talking like sell your soul for the next five years to win now. Well. Do you think that well, Ross I mean, is ready to it, do it? Look, if that happens to to the Dolphins, I I'm all for it. I don't care. Give what all the next picks for the next five years. Get Odell. Get any veteran on the market. Bring everybody in right now. Spend the house. Put your chips in the middle of the table, and let it roll. I'm all for it. I'm all for it. I know. I know. I know it didn't work out this year, but I'm all for it because they want it. I hate to say it, but that's gonna require you to get a new quarterback. Uh, I don't know about you, but I think you're wrong. I don't, I, I don't think you need to get rid of Tua because I'm I'm not a fan of a whole lot of the other quarterbacks. Like if you if you sum up bring Jimmy G as a backup, if he's all for it, I'm totally fine. He's not gonna take it. Okay, how about this? You're Miami's GM. You're sitting there on draft day. You get a call. Yeah. Bring bring right answer. Hey, pick up Hendon Hooker. No. Hello, this is uh, Green Bay, Wisconsin. We're willing to send Aaron Rodgers to Miami and return. For Tua and two ones. Decline. See you later. You hang up the phone? Don't want it. No, thank you. Nope. Aaron Rodgers is winning that Super Bowl. Hang nope. it up. I'm good. All right. Aaron's got two more years left. Two what? or three more years left. Let's ride it with Tua okay. and see what we got. Because Tua, when he's healthy, I know it's when he's healthy. He's a t- he's a good he's a good ass quarterback in this league. He's a top ten quarterback. So, so then you're gonna want to get a, a Jimmy G then to, that could sit behind him. I'm fine with a Gardner Minshew. I like I'm Gardner. Fine. I'm even fine with a Taylor Heineke. Just someone who's got some someone who's not Teddy Bridgewater, please. Riddle me this: any chance Miami moves up into the top ten to no. make a quarterback? No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. 
They shouldn't. They absolutely shouldn't. Surprisingly. There's, there's no there's besides Stroud and and Bryce Young, there's no one else. I want no part of Will Levis. I want no part of anyone else. Unless you're picking in the fifth, sixth round. I surprisingly my narrative slowly starting to shift on Will Levis. Watch no. a little bit more. No, you're Oh, you're a fraud. You're a fraud. But but it comes with a stipulation. Of course. Because once again, I, I'm also a sucker for big, tall, rocket uh, arm quarterbacks. Uh um West Coast ethos. Yeah. If he's from because I mean any quarterback six foot and under statistically I think from, I think, statistically Jersey? flops, right? More more likely than not. Like I think I like I'm not as high on Bryce Young as most people are. Um I don't think he's worth trading. You know, people are talking trading two, three, ones to move into the number one pick. I, I don't I don't see that personally. I wouldn't sell my soul for Bryce Young. I'm I'm a lot more higher on seat on uh, Stroud now more. I like I prefer Stroud. I think I could see. I think the I think it'd be a better pro than than Fields in a sense. More of a, pa- a better pass. I could see the Raiders moving into one to get Stroud. Could they? But the thing is, though, but, if they're doing, I can see them moving into probably like three. They could get Stroud, right? There's oh, also talks that Indy might move to one to get Levis. There is no reason for them to, if they want Levis. It's one thing. There is no reason for them to move from four. I think they're on four, mm-hmm. three, four. There's no reason they should move up. W.A. Trubisky, W.A. Trubisky, all over. I think Will Levis has more to offer than Trubisky did out of college. Hmm. Um, just because I think his athletic stature is that much better. Like, Trubisky is more of like a, well, sure. a passing but, prospect, but, but Levis is more yeah, of like, a, this guy's actually like kind of a freak of nature. And I think also in that same boat, Anthony Richardson. You're going... Not, and I think for Richardson... that pick as well, you're going off of like, like the upside than like what he's done. I'm going if I'm at five and I'm Seattle, I'm picking Richardson. Oh no, fucking way! I think if you do that, you no, I think no, no, fit. no. You can get him this at most a second round. There's no reason for him, for anyone to pick him in the first round. I I think if anyone can make him work, it's Pete Carroll. I think no. Gino's a good role model. I like that's a nice veteran situation, right? I'm fine with them picking Richardson, not, not at number five. Not at five? No way. No way. Unless I, I guess uh, it's a stretch. A stretch. That's. Uh. Or how about if Stroud was there at five? You obviously take him there, but he's yeah. not going to make it to five, right? So do you oh, move no. up to Seattle? Do you move up to three? Do you move up to two to one? I'm all fine picking Richardson if you want. Not at five. It's going to be tough. It's really. I think moving up to one is going to be a scramble between. Unless the, I think Indy, Detroit, or Vegas. I think no, no. I, think, I don't think Detroit. I I, th- I think they I think they like I think they like golf. They like golf a lot. If I well, the thing is though, to to compete in this league, you want a okay. rookie quarterback on a rookie deal. I get that, I get that, but especially for Detroit. Okay. Golf, we all know we know who, what golf is, but sometimes like golf did just fine. How many years is left on his deal? Three. I mean, like you don't need the. That's if you there's three more years on that contract, you don't need to get rid of him. 
I'm not saying you got to get rid of him, right? Like but, you don't you don't have to get rid of him because you also have all this draft capital. Get some other guys. Get some more pieces on that defense. Get some get some more weapons. Like you could trade back, but also I'm kind of sitting there, right? And I'm looking at who golf is, right? And I'm looking at who's on the board, and I'm like, hey, I'm gonna give that kid Levis a call, right? And I'm gonna take no, if he's stop. sitting at six, no. I'm probably gonna pick him. What is what is um like what is? I feel like he fits Whoa. that Detroit energy, right? Big, I, strong arm, powerhouse, right? He gives that like. I think Dan Campbell would yell at him enough, maybe like get him in the get him in the right rhythm. I mean, you obviously got a nice pocket passing quarterback in Goff, right? You yeah. could teach him a thing or two. Similar, I mean, Goff was that strong arm, big white guy out of Cal, out of Cal, right? Levis, big, strong, white guy out of Kentucky. Did Jared Goff do anything to detriment the season for the Lions? No, he did not. All right, so what's the point? There's there, there should be no rush. If Levis them. works, you dump golf. Like, but the thing is, I'm and you sure. have if, a quarterback if, on a rookie deal, if, and you can compete, and then you could pay everybody else. No, no. I mean, you, you kind of go by the Philly model, right? As soon as your quarterback requires a contract, on to the next. You keep rotating quarterbacks, keep going rookie deals. I, well, I mean, Wentz was on like. Wentz was and it's it's Wentz hard was falling argue. apart. Like Wentz was literally That's fair. falling That's fair. apart. But it's hard not to argue, right? Because a lot of times teams are signing some of these quarterbacks because you're kind of hanging on to relevancy. But how many quarterbacks have won on their non-rookie deal, right? Other than you got like Eli Manning on 2012, right? Who else? Uh, non-rookie contract. Non-rookie contract. I mean, Brady. Brady's an exception because he took significant pay cuts. Well, that's true. I'm a, was Mahomes on one? He was on his rookie deal. He, he lost in the Super Bowl on his next game. That's right. Well, he did win it in 2019. But he was on his rookie deal still. That's true. Uh, Could have been Grappolo, but he lost. No. No, you don't have to. No. no. You don't like that narrative? No, I, I actually don't. I, I'm not even like the crazy I think golf. it's been since I'm, 2012. I'm not even a crazy golf guy, but I, I, I disagree. Was Flacco on his rookie deal? I think so. If if we had if we had a producer, we had I mean, producer. Uh, you, you know what's crazy? We were talking about the Dolphins, and we just went on this. We didn't even talk about the damn game. You want to talk about the game on the Dolphins game? Yeah, go ahead, take it away. Um, so for all the people. That have called me out saying that you don't know what you're talking about. Mike McDaniel is a great head coach. Mike McDaniel can do no wrong. Well, Buster Brown, did you see what happened on that fourth and one? And I know people are saying, oh, the coaches told him he had a first down. Oh, the refs told him he had a first down. All this and that. Sure, whatever. That being said, if you want to say it for that example, whatever. But he's been doing that same shit every year and also who knows maybe we did have that maybe he has time to call a timeout oh wait he can't because he's blown all of his timeouts guys Mike Medell is not a great head coach yet he could be a great head coach in the near future I've seen some great flashes that he that he's done with this offense this is by far and away the most explosive offense I have seen in my lifetime 
for sure. But there are things that he has to improve on. And maybe, look, maybe I overreacted with the whole him making jokes when talking about Mike Lennon and stuff. But that was me being frustrated because they were losing. They just lost five games in a row. All right. But there's things that he needs to improve on. Mainly, I like him. I like for him to be more consistent on the run uh, on the run game, and also game and clock management. It's not there yet, and it all the the issues that we've seen all year came full circle in the biggest game of the of the season, and a chance that you were that you had a chance to win it. You had a chance to shock everyone and win it. You were driving. You had a big third down. And what happened? You blew it. Mm-hmm. You, you didn't give. You, you had a fourth and one opportunity, and you blew it. Look, I appreciate the fight. I appreciate what Skyler Thompson fought. Obviously, he didn't play great, uh, but you know, receivers dropped a lot of balls, which did not help him uh, at all. Uh, by the way, no Jalen Waddle slander is tolerated on this in this on this podcast. There is none. Mm-hmm. But um, I mean, McDaniel's not there yet. McDaniel's not there. Yet. He is a good head coach right now. He's done some good things, some very good things. But there's a lot of things he does need to improve, mainly on game and clock management. That you know, you we saw it. You saw, we saw it all season. And to the per, to the to the 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 person that comments on my TikTok, which by the way, appreciate all the love and support on our TikToks. Really, really do appreciate it. That said. He's not done it all year. I disagree because he's done it every single week, every single week, and he did it, and he did it on Sunday, and I was very, very upset. <sighs> That's it. Well, you know what? At least it's over, right? Onto onto the Mets. At least you guys signed Tommy Pham. Yeah, I know. Yeah. He'll be good off the bench. I mean, that's the point of him signing. <laughs> that's the point. He's a fourth outfielder. You know what I'm excited for? What? Mock draft season. I'm very excited for mock draft season. Uh, like I'm, I was, I was kind of scheming around with it earlier, and there's like infinite. I feel like more than I have seen in a while. It's like we kind of had, a, had an idea of what's going on. I feel like there's like infinite combinations this year, just because of like the teams that need quarterbacks are all at the top, and Chicago doesn't need a quarterback. It's going to be hectic. And then, first off, I just want to say real quick, the people that are suggesting that they trade Justin Fields are stupid. And I'm That's so dumb. Way. Stupidest thing you can do. Dumb. Anyways. But, no, you should get another guy on their, on their rookie contract. He is on his rookie contract. Get another one just in case. They get, they get one more year. I mean, that's kind of like the situation that San Fran's in. I also stand by the fact that they should keep both those quarterbacks. Don't trade either of them. There's You're in – a beautiful yeah. situation, right? Unless you get, unless someone blows you out of the water for one of their offers, there's you. you don't Jimmy's have to gone, right? Yes. And I hate to say it, Trey Lance is a starter next year. Unless Purdy like wins a Super Bowl and lights it up, Trey Lance is a starter next year, right? They're gonna have a QB competition. Yeah. Trey Lance arguably has that ceiling that can elevate your team to a, a top tier yeah. level. Worst case, it doesn't work out, and you know what you have with Purdy. Right, you're in a dream situation right now. Those guys are costing you nothing. You have to figure out now if Trey Lance is going to pan yeah. out, or you, uh, someone, someone's like, oh, we want Purdy. We'll give you X. We give you two, three first round picks, or someone with something ridiculous. Maybe, That's, which maybe, won't happen. 
Obviously won't happen, but I'm just saying hypothetically. And then Lance has too many question marks where nobody would offer any more than like a two for him. Yeah, no. I mean, yeah. We have to see so it. you keep him on the roster for nothing? Yeah, I don't think there's really no reason to get rid of both of them. Like, no people, like, like, they don't understand, I feel like, the logic behind it. Like, I just see people like, oh, trade him in a package of Baltimore, get Lamar. And I'm like, you're doing too much. Like, I, I hate that. I, I, I hate the whole Lamar. Stuff. They have it's a like, lot of guys to pay over there in San Fran, and it's working having a minimal quarterback. Purdy? Yeah, yeah like, you, you, do you think San Fran's going to can easily afford Lamar's future contract? And I get it. Like, I've been one to say it, too. Purdy isn't elevating the offense, right? But he's doing what he has to do. He's getting part. the ball to the playmakers. That's it. That's all he's got to do. I don't care if he throws the ball for one yard each pass, right? Be like, he's oh, he needs his own stat, like yards after catch. Like, look, obviously he's not playing. Like, he's not having a 340-yard performance that are comparable to other guys' 300-plus-yard performances, right? It's not, he's not electrifying you, know you with over is? 300 yards. He's Jimmy G. He is getting – he's putting he's the ball Jimmy in the Jimmy G, but is more but beloved. Cheap. But cheap. And cheap. And also just more beloved. People just love Because if he, Jimmy G was on that same contract party was, he'd be standing right there starting. I mean, they made it to a Super Bowl with him. I mean, I, I like Jimmy G more than most people. I think he's gotten a, a lot of crap. And it's also for the fact that, like, the quarterback position has become very nuanced, right? Everyone's you're, a system quarterback. doesn't matter. Everyone's a system quarterback. But your quarterback doesn't have to be Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen. They don't have to be pulling plays out of their ass and be having the team on their back. Because a lot of times, too, when that's the case, Buffalo lives and dies by, by Josh Allen. That is a great thing because he plays good a lot of times. But if he, like, if he has an off day... Like, thank God they were playing, no offense, Skylar Thompson and the Miami Dolphins because those turnovers cost them against any other team in the playoffs right now. I mean, yeah. Like, yeah, you saw both sides of Josh Allen. You saw the careless, reckless three turnovers that he had. And then four. Was it four? Three or four? Three. Oh, I thought it was four. My yeah. apologies. I wish it was four. And uh, one. And then you saw him driving down the field, running the ball, throwing touchdowns. Like, you saw a little bit of everything. So. The way he could, there was one pass that, that where he put it, you know, I think he was rolling out right through across his body into the corner of the end zone. He put it over the shoulder of the Miami defender, and I was just, I was really watching it back in slow-mo. It was ridiculous. And Miami defender's facing away from him, right? He's trying to, like, face guard the receiver. I forget who the receiver was, but it literally goes it right, Davis. It goes right over his shoulder from that sidearm slot that he's throwing at and drops it in the bucket. I mean, that's high in town for you. That's it's ridiculous, and other times he got to take care of the ball because he's running with one in you know in his one hand like he's Lashawn McCoy like you said, and he gets rocked. I think I said that and you and you, you laughed at me. No, I did laugh and I said I said and Dion too like I agreed. You, you, you sure? Okay. I agree. I literally agree with you. I said Dion because I think Dion did a little bit like he used to like high step with one. No, hand. no, it was Xavier Howard. It was Xavier Howard when he intercepted the ball. He was he was running like that. Oh, that's that, what that's the situation what it was. Yeah, he sucks. Oh well, yeah. He, that's that's he, honestly he, he a big played. contract. You got to dump. I don't, I think, don't think you're gonna dump him. I think. What, but then yeah, uh, yeah, run him back another year. I will say he did play with a little bit of a hamstring injury. I'm not defending it. Not defending it. He was. What is uh, he now? Thirty. Twenty nine. Twenty eight. I feel 29. like thirty is like when corners hit that hard wall. Because it gets tough. Like, you see with Pat Pete right now in a lot of situations, 
When you lose a step, you get torched very easily. The thing with Pat Pete, like, the reason why he's playing for so long is because it feels like they've sort of limited. Kind of like, look, this Dolphins defense, it's all man. Man, man. Maybe the new defensive coordinator comes Throw in. Throw him in his play own. Play a little bit more zone. Yeah, exactly. You, you That's limit why Pat Pete's been able to work. But I'm saying, though, anytime we've seen him man anybody up, he gets exposed. Though I hate to say Pat Pete. Well, yeah, because he's 37 or whatever. Like, yeah, like I, I would think he's gonna get exposed. He's like, he's old. He's he, he's not only old for football sense. He's old for a quarterback. He's just old. Yeah, sorry, Pappy. Love you. I think he might be done soon. He's gonna retire. Yeah, probably. Um, but uh, this might be the last time we ever see this. But uh, thank you, Mike Kosicki, and thank you for the gritty, and to all the people that bullied Mike Kosicki. To not do the gritty, you are not my friend. I don't care. Thibodeau had a had a better gritty. No, no. Mike Gesicki's gritty is legendary. Oh, he scored the touchdown. I'm like, do the gritty, do the gritty, do the gritty. I was so excited. That's like his thing. I was so happy. Well, because he got bullied to not do it. Like, oh, this shit's lame. I'm like, I know it's lame because it's awesome. Who's that? Your dad? Uh, he doesn't know what the hell a gritty is. <laughs> like what? Like the texture? Sure, right. But I think that pretty much sums up our our. Mo- you want to give a quick set of picks for the week, like old times. Actually, sake? before we go to the picks, I want to make fun of the Chargers. Uh, ha ha ha! You guys stank, lol. Uh, and people. Acho has been revived. Acho has been Acho's back. Social media quarterback. Oh, I love it, baby. But um, I also support it because he's been rooting for Daniel Jones now. He's like, unlike Daniel Jones, yeah. the true quarterback guy. You, better, you should watch out right now. You should watch out. <laughs> the curse of Acho. I was going to say. What I will say about Herbert, one thing I'll say about Herbert is uh, don't exonerate him from any wrongdoing, please. He's, he, he, was on exo- the field. he gets exonerated for like 90% of it. He gets exonerated for fucking everything. He, but he should. He could, throw, he could throw an interception like, oh, poor thing. But it was, I 100% put it on the offensive play calling and the coaching. They play in a huge part. They ran, I think, for negative yards in the second half. They they play a huge part of that. Herbert and everyone else plays that part as well. No one should just say, oh, Herbert, it's all right. He's he's the quarterback. He should should take some blame. All right. He should take some blame. They They blew a 27 point lead. He should also take some blame, too. Oh, the whole the whole you, team. You, you want him to dress up at a middle linebacker? I'm not saying he's playing defense. I'm saying they scored zero points in, in in the second half, right? Because they ran for negative yards. I mean, if he's such a great quarterback, why didn't they pass for more? Because, fun fact, there's a there's <laughs> I got you, Charger fans. Um, there was a statistic, right? Calculated percentage of plays that. The defense perfectly defends the other team's play. I forget how they measured it, but so be it. The league average is around 30%, I think, per per snap. And the Jags, I think, over the whole game was at like 60-something percent, like a league high for the year. Uh, you got to give it to the Jags, too. They completely – That defense was ridiculous Insane. in the second half. Insane. But, yes, Herbert is exonerated, top 10 quarterback. No, Herbert, greatest quarterback in the world. Top ten quarterback, Daniel Jones, top ten quarterback. Yeah. Um, you know what's crazy? Justin Herbert, Jared Goff, ten top yeah, yeah. ten quarterback. No, according to you, he's a top eighty quarterback. Dude sucks. I didn't say he sucks. I said you got to draft a cheap quarterback. It's different. Cool, draft a cheap quarterback and let him sit for two three years until his last year of his deal comes in. 
Genius. Genius idea. You got it. Works it. for Patrick Mahomes. He played because... No. 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 That the, that's not the same thing. I just wanted to angry. All right, Evan, take it away. Outro. Uh, let's see. Uh, you want to do quickly do picks, I guess? Bengals. What's the other matchup? Bengals, Chiefs on the one side. Okay. Then Giants. Giants, Cowboys. You think it'll be San Fran? I think. Also, I kind of want them to be San Fran. I hate to say it, but we get smacked by San Fran, right? I, mean, I think yeah. we have more of a realistic chance of beating Dallas than we do San Fran. And I think Dallas actually can hold, like, hold their own against them. But Micah Parsons and crew on that D line are going to have to show up and they're going to have to be in Purdy's face. And I think maybe his magic eventually runs out, right? Maybe that D- it, Dallas it, D line, Dallas D line could rattle Purdy enough, make some mistakes. I, I could see it being done. If anybody in the NFC is going to do it, it's going to have to be Dallas. I won't be surprised. I think I agree with everything, but I'm going to go San Fran. All right. All right. Look, I think, I, I think the Giants can win. I think they're going to. And then, da- then Dallas, New York is probably going to be the most viewed game of football of all time in the NFC title. Did you see uh, like the Dolphins uh, Bills game had like 40 million viewers, like 30, 40 million viewers? Not as many as the regular season game between the Giants and Cowboys. Uh, I beg to differ, I think. I'm pretty sure. Because they had the record of all time. They broke it this year. Uh, who gives a shit? Your numbers are wrong. Mine are right. Shout out to my legendary prediction of thinking TCU was going to win last week. Just absolutely nailed it. Told you they didn't belong. Uh, well, a classic choosing my horse. <laughs> That's for sure. Right, they Evan. got their ass kicked, man. <laughs> wow. Holy crap. All right. Take it away, Evan. Any last words? Uh, once again, thank you for all the support on the social media platforms. We really, really do appreciate it. Uh, how about this? Go go to like Spotify, go to like Apple Podcasts and give us like five star rating. Why not? Give us a review. We need a nice review. We, we want reviews. Positive, negative, mediocre. Make fun of Evan's takes. Make fun of my great takes, my elite takes. And uh, yeah, hopefully next week there's uh, more rambling. Because that's what we always do. We love the ramble. 